Well, in this episode, we'll be talking about four incredibly useful resources that will not only get you the best advice you need, but it will also be advice that will help you grow your ministry in ways that you'd never believe. You've got a dream to glorify God and make your mark on the world. Maybe you want to grow a business, start a ministry, or become a better servant leader. Whichever level in life you want to hit, I believe that God's calling all of us towards something greater than where we are now. So join me as I document my journey to learn how to grow an online ministry in ways that are effective, biblical, and aren't stuffed with complicated religious or business mumbo-jumbo. My name is Alec Hassan, and welcome to the Digital Ministry Mastermind Podcast. Hello, you fantastic people, fellow current Christians. How you guys doing? Um, hope your week's been going great. Um, I know for me, it is nice and sunny out, but it's starting to get that time of year where it's getting colder. So it's like sunny, but it's cold. I don't know. It's kind of weird. It's messing with my brain a little bit. But anyway, I'm happy you're here today because I will touch upon a subject that I wish I had learned early on. And today's talk is going to be about people's opinions and people's advice. Have you ever had people share their thoughts on what you should or shouldn't be doing in your life? Have the opinions of others and others' doubts sprouted up in your life like weeds when you feel like you've finally decided to pursue the things that God has placed on your heart? Well, this seems to happen to all of us. Everyone has opinions, yet not every opinion should be received. And you might be thinking to yourself, yeah, but it's hard to not receive someone's thoughts when it's a family member or a close friend. Like, I know, I know for me, I've had that before. You have a friend who sits you down and be like, hey, you know, this idea that you got, it's a pretty nice one. It's pretty big, but I don't know. Maybe you shouldn't. Or maybe you should do less. Or maybe at a later date. And it's hard. You know, you're right. It's hard to not take the advice from certain people, especially if they're friends or family. You know, we cherish these people and hold their words close to our hearts. So when they share their doubts or concerns about the path that we're going down in life, it can be very challenging to remain objective. I know in my book, Planting Your Purpose, I actually touch upon the idea that we shouldn't allow people to take the center stage of our heart because one of the main reasons is that people are fickle. I get fickle, you get fickle, we all do. (laughs) Some could say it's human nature. But when our friends or family, you know, share opinions that are contradictory to what God is telling us or leading us to do, then we should be very slow to receive those opinions. And the reason why we should be slow to receive others' opinions can be explained in a few ways. The first is that God is you know, much wiser, much more powerful than anyone we know. Plus, God unconditionally loves us and truly wants what is best for our life and our soul. Therefore, you know, we should trust what God is telling us and trust that he is leading us to something greater than where we are now. Second thing is that the vision that God gives us, it might not make sense in the short term, so it can be hard for others to understand what we're talking about. And when someone hears about what you are doing and has not received that vision from God, they may grow concerned and worry like for your safety because to them, you know, they just don't understand. And since the biggest driving force that feeds fear is fear of the unknown, well, they will do what they can to keep you safe by trying to convince you to do something else that they can like comprehend 
mentally, you know? A friend or family member may be trying to deter you from God's vision for your life, not because they're jealous or there's some evil people to the core. No, it's <laughs> rather it's because they just want you to simply be safe. Even though I just said a second ago that they are not jealous. Uh, third thing you got to understand is that, yeah, you know what? There are people out there who are, in fact, jealous. So when we pursue the things that God placed on our hearts, those who are far from God or are far from their calling, they may actually feel threatened or grow jealous of you because you are doing more with your life than they are. And that's why they will do what they can do to hold you back because they don't want to see you go further than they are. So whose opinions should we be listening to? What resources should we resort to in order to get greater growth and wisdom and guidance in our life? Well, it's quite simple, really. There are four people that you should listen to. And those people are one, people who are further in the journey than you are. You know, someone who is further on the road that you wish to travel, they have nothing to lose by helping you grow. And they have nothing to be jealous about either. Because if they are in a field or a career that you wish to be in someday, then their advice, you know, it's both directly going to apply to what you're trying to do. Because why wouldn't it be? They're doing the exact thing that you want to do. So for a second type of person is life, are life coaches or spiritual counselors. So imagine you are some pro football player. You know, you're, you're an athlete who's looking to become a player in the NFL. And you get connected with an NFL star and they're giving you advice. You know, that's the person who's further in the journey than you are. Cool. This is awesome. But now the next step is to get a coach who will encourage you along the way. So although they may not be like on the football field, so to speak, they do have a better bird's eye view than you do. And they will be able to guide you better in the long term than someone who's like in the thick of it. And that's essentially what a life coach or a spiritual counselor will do. Ideally, you know, you would want to find someone who shares the same faith-based beliefs as you if you're getting like a life coach or a spiritual counselor. That way, you know, they can always direct your heart back to Jesus. And if you think you are beyond needing a coach and you're like, I've already gotten far along in the journey, I don't need a coach, um, then please, I need you to contact Michael Phelps and all the other countless Olympic gold medalists and uh, tell them to fire their coaches because clearly they're wasting their time. Because it's weird. You'd think that if someone's getting better, they would need less coaching, less help, less encouragement and support. But the opposite is true. All these people who are professionals, they have coaches. In fact, they get more coaches the more professional they get. So for us to think like, oh, well, I'm doing well, I'm improving. Therefore, I'm going to be more and more distance from needing a coach. No, the inverse is actually more true. Okay, so now the third type of person are people uh, beings, I guess. <laughs> the third resource is God's word. Ecclesiastes, Proverbs, Psalms, and all the letters in the New Testament, these are just super fantastic resources that are just full of applicable wisdom for you in your walk with Jesus. Now, although this is like the third spot on the list, it, it's got to be like your number one resource for guidance, especially for your soul and things like that. Oh, sorry, more helicopters going by. And lastly, number four, you gotta listen to your ideal customers, the perfect customers. Because if you're in a business or a ministry that deals with customers and you know not sure exactly how you wouldn't be dealing <laughs> with customers, then you need to keep 
your customers in mind, specifically the ones that are contributing the most to your business and are also the least burdensome. You know, you don't want to just be taking like advice from people who are a not paying for your service and B are also very difficult to work with. You want to deal with people who are the dream. I've started many small businesses that began with me asking like, you know, friends, family members about their opinions. And, you know, not only was this like unwise because they didn't meet the criteria mentioned earlier, but they also weren't people who were even ever going to be interested in buying my products or services. So right now, you may have people telling you to do or not do certain things in your business or ministry, things that they are convinced will help you thrive. But you should ask yourself, if you were to do everything they suggested, are they the ideal person you're trying to sell to in the first place? And are they going to actually give you money in exchange for your product or service? If the answer is not yes to both those questions, then honestly, like no offense to them, but their opinions shouldn't matter. Someone's opinion is worth about as much as they're willing to pay you for the product or service they are critiquing. So if they aren't paying anything, then no offense, but their opinion isn't worth anything. All right, so to wrap up this episode, I will leave it with a quote from Psalms. The powerful are not what they appear to be. If you weigh them on the scales, together they are lighter than a breath of air. So, you know, there's some people who are around you that seem very influential in your life and um, really can like help to speak right to your heart, but their influence, their power, it may not necessarily be helping you. And also, if you know someone who you think would really benefit from listening to this type of content, please, I want to invite you to share this with them so they can join us on this journey as well. Thank you guys so much for listening, and I will see you in our next episode. Are you a Christian leader looking to develop the skills needed to maximize the fruitfulness in your daily walk with Christ? Do you want to overcome the burden of not living life to the fullest and fully step into your God-given calling? If you do, then you should get a copy of my book, Planting Your Purpose, a 20-day guide to discover God's calling. It's not just another devotional book. Planting Your Purpose is your 20-day guide that will provide you with the strategies, tools, and insights to turn things around immediately. You will learn how to avoid the top five mistakes Christians make when pursuing their calling in life. You'll develop more joy in your walk with Jesus and unlock the secrets to mastering integrity. And by the end of 20 days, not only will you know your calling, but you'll have an even greater sense of fulfillment and confidence in your life. Everywhere, Christians are raving about this amazing new guide to discover their God-given calling. Get your copy by clicking the link in the show notes or by going to plantingyourpurpose.com. That's plantingyourpurpose.com.